Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. This is part two in our special guest episode where we are having my girlfriend on, and she is about to finish up the FDN course at the time of us recording this. And we had her on a little earlier than we expected just because I'm about to get a wisdom tooth surgery and I'll be out of commission. It was not expected. It wasn't really planned. It was kind of by necessity because it's impacted and they wanted to get it out sooner rather than later. So I'm going to go do that and then I will be back in business. But that is why we have these two episodes kind of divided a little shorter than we normally would. It's just because I needed some help at this time. So if you haven't listened to part one, I would definitely recommend going and clicking on that. It would probably make the most sense. And if you are super lazy, we have that in the show notes for you as well. So you can check out the episode right there and uh, you could listen to the part one prior to listening to this. In other news, if you are listening to this, it's a little late, but not quite too late uh, to join us at KetoCon. We are going to be down there from April, I believe it is. Let's see. Okay, April 21st to April 23rd. That is a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are passes available, I believe, for as little as one day if you only wanted to come for one specific day. Uh, There's passes for the whole weekend. This is going to be a great event. I I've never heard the founder of KetoCon say this, Robin uh, Switzer, but this is my opinion that ever since the whole paleo effects thing happened and it doesn't seem like they're going to be doing that anymore, I think Robin is a very worthy person to kind of take over that. They're doing it in the same city, Austin. They're even doing it in the same event center. And she had started KetoCon prior to the whole paleo effects thing not being a thing anymore. So I think she is a very, very intelligent person and businesswoman And saw an opportunity here to go, okay, let's not just focus solely on keto anymore, but we have this ability to really expand. And so this year, yes, there's going to be a lot of food products. Yes, there's going to be talks on ketosis and carnivore, but there's also going to be functional medicine, sleep tips, all these different types of things that you would expect at a more biohacking e-conference. Reed Davis himself will be there. He is keynoting actually on Friday the 21st. So if you're going to get any day, try to get that and um, come say hi to us at the booth. We got a whole crew coming down. Not only will I be there, you have clinical advisor Ryan Monahan and his significant other, Lindy Curtis. She is uh, someone who works with us at FDN as well. She does a lot of outreach for affiliates and marketing, which is cool. We will also have, again, Reed Davis and his wife, Raywin. I will have myself and my girlfriend, Maddie, who we're featuring in this episode today. And then one of my best friends and his girlfriend will be down there as well because they are about to finish up the FDN course too. I know we'll have some additional volunteers that I'm not aware of offhand right now, but I mean, if that crew doesn't get you excited, I don't really know what will. So check that out. I'll have a link in the show notes for where you can learn more about KetoCon if you're like, you know what? It's uh, early April, and I'm looking to make an impulsive trip to Austin. That sounds fun. Or maybe you're already in the Austin area, and you're free that weekend, and you need something to do. This is going to be a good time. Without further ado, let's get to part two of Maddie's episode. 
Absolutely. I think the biggest shock for myself was seeing that I was in exhaustion phase. Um, there was a lot of things, but just seeing that I was in exhaustion phase, sometimes people might see that and kind of get a feeling of dread. But for me, it was relief. I had been dealing with just extremely low energy, feeling like I could never complete things to perfection like I loved to do when I was little. And so just having this validation for, I guess, like my lack of follow through with things, it, it felt so good. Like, oh my gosh, there's something here that I can work on that I can fix and that I can get back up to fighting speed like I was in the past. Uh, it just made me feel great, to be honest, um, to find that. But no, for the listeners and for perhaps people who are in the FDN course right now who might know what I'm talking about, my total cortisol level, so the cortisol sum was four. So that's like extremely low. And most of that was the morning value. So the morning was a 3.1. So my total is four. Most of it's in the morning. And so noon was extremely low. Afternoon was extremely low. Night was extremely low. So like I'd wake up and I'd have energy. And then by like 10 a.m., I would crash for the rest of the day and I couldn't concentrate I couldn't think I couldn't get much stuff done I could barely get off the couch and here I am the whole time thinking that I'm just a couch potato and I'm going nowhere in life and that's just adding to my mental stress because I'm getting depressed and anxious because I'm not being able to do any of these things and not being into the whole like mental side and like validating that as like a real symptom or something that's actually going to hold you back it just made me even more depressed. And then I just don't even talk about these things to people because, you know, it's not a physical problem. So it's not real, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely one of them. Um, I also found that like my hormones were completely out of whack. Like my testosterone was insanely high. My like estrogen was extremely low. Um, and then my metabolic wellness profile, like, I don't want to get too technical for someone who's maybe not going through the course. So they don't know what I'm talking about, but I just found out like my internal environment for, I guess, like my liver, my GI tract, it was, it's very toxic conditions. So I had a lot of oxidative stress going on. My liver is just very congested, probably from, you know, all the drinking and like the um, stuff I was putting into my body. But then also my indican was extremely high. Um, so that just means that I can't break down proteins well enough and um which is very bad because i'm a fast oxidizer and i need high protein so that's just contributing more towards like my metabolic chaos and the fact that i can't get what i need to be healthy and so it's just this negative feedback loop of me just feeling worse and worse and worse and i think that's how it became so drastic in the past couple of years of just yeah i'm doing fine i'm i'm okay and then i just plummeted and it's getting worse so that was a huge thing that I found. Um, so just basically no cortisol, so no energy, no stress, and then just the very toxic conditions. Um, another one was like my GI map. So looking at all like the, the bacteria and potential pathogens and stuff I have inside my body, I found this very, very interesting. So my like keystone bacteria or my commensal bacteria the bacteria that's supposed to be in there that makes that helps you keep you healthy keeps mm -hmm. the bad stuff out they were all okay well not all but most of them were low to non-existent 
it's almost like my body was so toxic, nothing was able to live inside of me. And so that was just kind of contributing towards, you know, obviously just feeling bad and allowing other stuff to kind of manifest in a bad way. Right. I, I find it interesting how you described it, because I, I actually love when people describe it this way, because I think it's important to view the labs. It, regardless of what comes up, the lab should always be viewed in this way, in my opinion, is this idea that, you know, some could perceive what happened with you as like, almost like frightening or, hey, what's going on here? But you looked at it, uh, looked at it as validating. And I would even add to that for, because like, listen, guys, regardless of the labs being ran or not, that is the state that your body's in. So you having it on a lab test in front of you or not having a lab test does not change the fact that that is the state that your body's in. So it would, you would think be universally considered good to have those results because now there's something that you can do about it. This isn't an ultimatum. It's not a death sentence that you get the labs back and like, oh, this stuff doesn't look good. So now I'm done. Like it's literally the opposite. That's why we have FDN and the philosophies that we use is to help people get well and stay well naturally. Like that is the point. And um, I would also say not only, again, the validation thing, but also this other side of look at it as something to be thankful for. Because again, now there is something to do. There is something to improve. Uh, hopefully, you know, if you're coming through FDN, I, I, a lot of people have had serious diagnoses like autoimmunity and stuff like that. But hopefully it's not a cancer. Hopefully it's not something that could actually directly kill you. So you've caught this before you got to those extreme levels. And it's probably largely to your benefit. So there's two ways to look at the labs. I think uh, I'm not really black and white with stuff like this normally, but I think there is one correct way to look at the labs, though. And even though there's multiple ways, there is only one correct way. And the correct way is always the way that you're talking about, Maddie, where it's validating and constructive. Let's actually do something with this. In terms of the FDN course itself, and you know, because you've listened to the podcast, you know that you can be objective with this. Obviously, you do not have to just say something nice. I, I really... I'm fine with hearing your feedback no matter what it is. So in terms of your expectations of the course versus what it has actually looked like for you, um, how did those match up? Did it just meet them? Did it exceed them? I know it didn't not meet them. Obviously, I, I talk to you all the time, but I, I'm curious where you're at. So like something so that this can be something that a listener can take something from if maybe they're considering the course. Absolutely. I will answer that in just a moment. But real quick, I just want to go back to my personal results because sure. I found something when I got my results back that I think a lot of listeners will resonate with. I grew up my whole life eating bread, pasta, um, bread, like, oh my gosh, sourdough bread was my kryptonite. I could eat a whole loaf of that, no problem, probably with a stick of butter. And it was just heaven for me. And when I got my like test results back, I found out that I'm highly reactive to gluten. I had no idea. And I think a lot of people would be in the same boat because like I said before, I wasn't really having a lot of symptoms, at least that I could tell. Sure, I'd get like anxious, um, depressed, I'd have some acne, but I thought those were all normal. Come to find out I'm highly sensitive to gluten, had no idea. And so I cut that out of my life um, almost for about a year now, maybe a little less. And I feel so much better. So that's one thing I definitely wanted to point out because um, gluten definitely is a serious thing for a lot of people and you may not even realize it. So I would uh, just point that out to the listener, um, try to get that on their radar. But going back to the course, yeah, no, the course was amazing. I loved it. But the main thing that I loved about it, um, one, it's just it offered this whole new paradigm, um, whole new way of looking at health, a very practical way, to be honest, the body 
is a system of systems, as I like to say. Um, so everything is connected together. It's like a car, right? You have multiple different pieces, like for an engine, but you take a bolt out. That's not just going to affect that one specific area. That's going to affect the whole engine. Maybe not right away. Maybe you're going to be able to drive it for a couple miles, maybe maybe a little bit longer than you would have anticipated, but eventually things are going to start wobbling. Things are going to start putting stress on other areas, and that's just like our body. If one area goes out of whack, well, then that starts pulling on everything else, and now the whole thing is rattling to where everything's kind of in a, a tricky situation. So that's what I really loved about FDN course, um, just getting that paradigm shift and being like, wow, the, the way of, that they, the way that Reed looks at health is just, it's fantastic. And I'm not saying it's easy, but like going through this course and like finally understanding that paradigm shift of how to look at health, it's like, it just clicked. It's like, duh, why doesn't anybody get this? Why doesn't West, like not to demonize Western medicine, but like, why don't they get this? Why is this not more mainstream that, hey, everything works together and kind of like a butterfly effect, you mess with one thing that's going to affect something else in a different area. So that to me was really cool. But another thing that I absolutely loved is that it's self-paced. I love that I can just sit down and I can plug and chug for four hours if I want to, or I can just do an hour at a time. There's no one telling me, hey, you have an assignment due and a paper due every single Friday and you have to get it done. Otherwise, you get a failing mark and that's going to affect your overall grade. I don't really like learning like that. So the way the FDN is set up with a self-paced course is pretty great. And I previously had been in like more like science and like health-based college classes. And this is, I don't want to say like, it, it's a little difficult because at the time when you're a full-time student, you're taking like 12, 14, 16 credits, depending on what it is. Um, it's definitely challenging because there's a lot of material you're going through it pretty quickly. So yes, it's pretty challenging. This course, it's self-paced, so it's kind of hard to compare, but quantity-wise and quality-wise for what you're getting, I would say it's it's about college level to maybe even like master's level of what you're learning. But the cool thing is it's just the FDN system. You're not forced to take English. You're not forced right. to take history. So that's what's kind of amazing about it. That's an awesome description, especially at the end with the master's thing, because I don't even know if I've told you this before, but that's actually how Reed describes it. Like he compares it to like master's level. And I, I haven't been to college in that way, but it seems about accurate because I know <laughs> uh, some of my friends who have graduated with bachelor's degrees and I'm like, yeah, it can't be that hard. But then you see the master's <laughs> thing and that kind of separates um, a lot of people, it seems, especially and then the doctorate level is obviously ridiculous for many people. But um, I, I think it's like a master's level course. That's just what it is. It's intense. It's very focused on one specific thing. And, it, and it's science. So I think that's uh, that is a topic that can get a lot of people. Um, some of us are much more in tune with science and we love it. Others are just that's not their thing, right? It's like when I watch you do art. I mean, that is just not my thing. You could train me for a thousand hours and I still probably won't come up with something as good as that you can, something as good as uh, you can already do right now if you never even like did any more training. Um, versus the science side for me, it comes a little bit more naturally. I like numbers, I like systems, and I think that's a very hallmark characteristic of the people that go through the FDN course is they appreciate the systematized approach here and that, okay, I can use this with all clients and it is going to work 
every time. It's predictable. It's not like random diets where, oh, it works sometimes, and then another person, you know, it doesn't work, and you're like, well, where the heck did we go wrong? We're actually able to get those predictable uh, results. So that's cool. How did you... um? How did you like the mentorship aspect? Because you even talked about this before. It's not like you're more of an introverted person. And you talked about how like even working at the light therapy studio has helped with the social side a lot. So, I mean, you're kind of involved with the mentorship, especially the group side of things. So did you, I, I never really talked to you about the group side, only the one-on-one -on -one stuff. So did you like that? Do you think that's a cool aspect for many people? Um, what did you think? Oh, absolutely. So yes, I am an introvert. Um, I like even in like school when you're a kid, school and college, I never really liked the group settings. So I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be honest. I I would show up for some of the hot topic Wednesdays. I would never like join the Zoom or whatever platform they were using. Um, I would just watch the live stream on Facebook. <laughs> I didn't get on. Like they offer so many like group like sessions that you can get on and like communicate with like the wonderful mentors that they have like Elizabeth Gaines. She's amazing. But I never like tuned into the group settings of that. I was just more like on my own studying my own thing. And then I'd watch the videos every now and then. Um, but when we kind of got, I mean, every student has to go through practicals and client reviews and onboarding and all that kind of stuff. So when I actually got there, um, you work one-on-one -on -one with a mentor and you basically like have this assignment slash like presentation that you have to prepare for. And those were actually really cool. So I'm introverted, but then when I have something to talk about, just like this podcast, I can't stop talking. So I, I found it very interesting and I tried to like um, set my client reviews and then my practicals all with different people that way I could get more experience working with uh, different people instead of just like saying oh I just want one mentor for everything um, I wanted to reach out and see like different teaching styles and see different feedback of what their expertise they had to share with me so that was pretty cool that we have the option to work with a bunch of different mentors instead of like just one professor um, so yeah that's pretty cool and they do offer a lot of um, like support uh, with fellow trainees as well as um, like mentors. And then, I mean, you can even like on Fridays, get on a call with Reed himself and ask questions if you want to. So that's all really cool that they offer that. I'm just a very introverted person and I like to stay away from, from groups. And I just like working on my puzzles, AKA the FDN uh, practicals that they give us. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm glad you liked it. And I'm always so jealous of you guys because and you know this i love talking to people and in i'm back and forth because i am predominantly extroverted no one would argue that but it's very specific to like certain goals or objectives that i have like it's it's amazing to me how many people i won't say if it's family or friends but there are certain groups of people in my life that actually do consider me an introvert because i just i don't talk when i'm in those group settings because i don't feel like i have anything to share and i don't really relate and it's usually when you know, the topic is like sports or uh, movies or something like that. And I'm not condemning this. I'm just saying that I don't relate to that at all. And so I have a very hard time talking about it. But when you get me going on the topics that I love, then, I mean, forget about it, right? You're lucky to get a word in or two. That's why I do the <laughs> podcast. It, it preps me to uh, have more conversational conversations with people. <laughs> so 
I'm always jealous because when I went through six years ago, we didn't like you had like five or six one on one mentorship sessions, if I'm not mistaken. It was always with the same mentor who I got lucky with that because I had Brandon Molay. Most people wouldn't even I mean, they wouldn't even know the name nowadays unless you're already in AFDNP or you've been here for a while. But um, Brandon's awesome. He's been doing this for about 10 years and, and he was great. But I would have loved to be able to go into a group from day one and talk to, I mean, what is the group right now? Like 600 people that are training, right? Something like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I had my mute on. <laughs> but yes, the training group right now is probably multiple hundreds for sure. Um, I, w I would say like either, yeah, five or 600. Cool. So it just, yeah, that would have been amazing to do. And hey, that's not going anywhere, obviously. So I uh, definitely something to look forward to if you're considering the FDN course. Now, one thing we have to add today too, and obviously, if you don't mind, because I'm going to try to make this a two part episode, Maddie, just to help me on the wisdom tooth side a little bit. So we'll, we'll keep this going for a little bit longer. I won't keep you for a full hour and a half. Don't worry. Um, and I have to get to bed too, because we can talk about whether or not my wisdom tooth surgery is actually in 11 hours from now that's up you decide as the audience whether or not that's a true statement <laughs> but one thing i wanted to shout out for you is you actually already have a amazing client testimonial and just so people understand how this works you're like well how can she have a client testimonial she didn't graduate okay fdn does not allow you to do anything legally this is not some you know, uh, I don't even know what you would call that. There, there's just nothing legal behind it. You are basically allowed to facilitate the lab orders through FDN. So, I mean, that's something, of course. But outside of that, I mean, there's nothing that an FDN does per se, other than our training, that can't be done without FDN in terms of legal stuff. I hope that makes sense. So the point is, once Maddie got to a certain part in the course, we were like, all right, we... I, as you guys know, I, I always say this, and this is the truth. I don't really take on clients. It's very rare that I do that. Um, I don't shout it out on the show. I'm not just doing that to be nice to FDN and like not focus just on myself. I really do not take on clients one-on-one. -on -one. It's not my thing overall, and I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. So what we do have, though, is this in-person business, and we figured this would be the perfect way for Maddie to take on some clients. And so once she got to a certain point in the course, we're like, all right, you definitely can take on comfortably and and ethically because we want to provide a good value to the the client we said all right we can definitely take this client on on a smaller package so we have something in our business that we call our jumpstart package where we do the mrt food sensitivity test the metabolic typing diet uh, these are two tests taught in the fdn course <clears throat> and then we give three consults with that so i was i'm still amazed because this could not have been a better thing for you to get experience with because every FDN will get stories like this. There's no doubt about it. But for you to get this from like day one, um, fairly easily, I guess, compared to most people or like most clients, that is, I thought this was amazing. So can you talk to us about the client, uh, how you worked with him, what happened? Just, I mean, feel free to go into it. I think this is such a beautiful story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started working with this client. He's actually been a friend of yours for a long time and he's highly skeptical about I guess, like, obviously he could see that it's worked for you. It's worked for your mom and you've had great like testimonials from other people that you've worked with, but just as like a naturally skeptical person, um, he was kind of like, all right, I guess I'll give it a chance. We'll see how this goes. And so we did the metabolic typing test to see like what kind of, um, diet he would naturally do better on. And then also he wanted to run the mediator release test. So that is like one of the most accurate food sensitivity tests. And so 
we got the results back and found out that he was like highly reactive to eggs and that's something that's he's been eating gosh every day for years um but just to go into his backstory a little bit he's been struggling with um like depression anxiety um concentration issues really struggled with um a lot of the same symptoms that I was kind of working on struggled with like being able to stay energized throughout the day. He would have a lot of crashes. Sometimes he would have like some anger outbursts, um, high irritability, all those kinds of things. And he just, it kept getting worse for him. And he had a beautiful baby girl born recently. And he just, I think that was kind of his aha moment. Like, okay, I need to change something because he wanted to be a better father to her. And that's really commendable. But so he finally agreed to work with us and so ran some tests, found some things that came back. And this is just diet shifting alone. We didn't look at anything else. And honestly, I would love to do a full workup and have him agree to that. Um, I would love to see what's going on further, like under the surface. But just from like diet alone, I get on the consultation with him. So first consult we have, because there's three total in this program, the first consult we kind of went over results. It's a lot to take in. So that's about an hour long. And he kind of was just writing things down. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand these sorts of things. Needs to take these foods out, implement this. And so he was following that pretty well. Um, and then by the second consult, about two weeks later, he gets on the phone and he's like, this is only a week, like two weeks, a week and a half, something like that. He's like, Maddie, I haven't felt this good since I was like 14. I am not having crashes anymore. I'm not struggling with the symptoms that I've had for so long. I can't believe it's only been a week and a half and I feel this good already. And to be honest, he was following a lot of like the protocols that we had outlined, but then also he was cheating every now and then, like, sure, he'd still have some gluten. He would occasionally have some salmon that he was reactive to. Um, it, you know, like, we don't expect you to cut out everything right, like, overnight and do it perfectly. Like, we want it to be realistic for people because this is like a lifestyle change. So we don't want you to be discouraged if you can't get it perfectly the first time. And so he was doing the best he could. And honestly, he did a great job. And obviously, the results are speaking for themselves. But just like to hear, because going from consult one, hearing how like slow he was talking, how low tone it was, just you could feel through the phone just how like tired and defeated and deflated he felt. You could feel that to going to the second phone call where he's high energy, he's happy, you can just feel this uplifted spirit. That moment right there, that's what told me like I made the right choice. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what's going to fulfill like my longing to help people. Um, just hearing him speak so highly of it, like I can't believe, like his words, I haven't felt this good in like 13 years and that I wanted to just dance on the moon right there because that just made me feel so happy for him that this system it does work yeah I remember being in the other room when the consult was happening and not that he cares if I listen in again it's my friend but it, it's someone that you know I'm just letting them do their thing or whatever and I remember being in the other room and like overhearing this I'm like there is no way this is what he's saying this early on and I remember opening the door and I mean, we just, 
Like, all three of us had this powerful moment because I'm like, dude, I'm not eavesdropping, just so you know, but this is incredible. Like, I've known this guy for several years at this point. And to see him go through this and have the courage to do that and then see the results that he got, it was amazing. So just to be clear, I mean, I love FDN just as much as the next FDN, but I wouldn't even expect this to happen this fast most of the time. I think this is a result of someone who they were not doing really anything health-wise prior to coming to us, where most people usually are. And so when you have someone make very accurate actions or take very accurate actions from day one of their health journey and they've never really done anything else, because normally like you're in that cycle of trial and error that we've talked about on this show before. You're kind of just like, all right, what works? Maybe I'll take this supplement or that one or try this diet or this diet. He's never really tried much of anything else. So for him to take these very accurate actions from day one, it just led to exceptional results so quickly. And this is a guy, he shares his story publicly. He's actually going to come on the podcast because he has spoken professionally um, in the mental health space. So you guys will love his episode once he comes around here, and it will be sometime in April. Um, this is a guy who was suicidal at one point. I So it, it makes you think, how many people out there, by the way, are suicidal and don't realize that this can be dietary, which is just... It's both sad as it is encouraging. It's encouraging in the sense that, okay, we can do a lot for these people. It's sad because obviously we know not all of them will ever, not all of them are going to know about this, unfortunately. So it's kind of our duty to spread this with as, spread this around to as many people as possible, I would say. Um, with all that said, I just think, I think that's amazing, Maddie. I think it's so cool that that was basically your first experience with this. And then you are literally not even graduated yet and already have your next client coming up, right? Correct. Yes. I am currently in the process of working with her. Awesome. I, I just, listen, I get that we have the in-person business and I would not deny that that helps a little bit, but this just shows that you can set clients up prior to you even graduating guys. We have people that go through the course all the time that have like a four or five person wait list waiting for them to graduate because they want to utilize the lab testing on them. So I think it's just amazing. It's cool. And it's exciting to see what you're going to do with this. What is your, um, what's your vision of the future with FDN? Cause I know it's not like necessarily forever for you, but I think it'd be cool for the people to get to hear like what's next on your list and plate. Honestly, what's next is I just, I want to keep helping people and changing lives. Like just the education process is huge. Like when I went through FDN, my paradigm shifted, I got a whole new way of thinking and like you said, there's so many people out there who just don't even realize that a lot of their issues, like whether it's mental health, physical health, or a mix of both, can be, I guess, reversed. And the healing process can happen. We just have to have the right education for it. So honestly, I just want to help spread the word. I want to work as with many people as I can. I want to help change as many people as I can, like get them back on their healing journey and just tell them like, you have the power to change. You have the power to heal. It's not hopeless. You don't have to be on medications for the rest of your life if you don't want to. Now, I mean, there's a sidebar. For some people, of course, like medications are life-saving. They might actually really be necessary in some cases. But in a lot of scenarios, we don't need them. And so I just want to really try to help as many people as I can and uh, live in some pretty cool places while I do it because we can do this from all at home on our computer. <laughs> yeah, I swear that was just as much of a sell for you as the uh, the health side is this idea that you could go kind of wherever you want, whenever you want. That's like your dream, I feel like. 100%. Yes. 
<laughs> all right, awesome. So I know that right now we kind of all, we actually technically work together in, in a certain sense in terms of website and things, but um, whether it's Instagram, email, wherever you want people to contact you, I'm sure there's going to be someone out there that wants to work with you. Well, maybe, sorry, duh, prior to that, I should get to, I know that we have our little side projects that we're working on, but outside of those, who is Maddie's ideal client? Like if someone's listening to this right now and they're thinking, okay, I like Maddie, she's awesome. Would she want to work with me? Um, who's your ideal client when you envision them? Absolutely. Um, so my ideal client is someone who's going to be a lot like myself, like younger, um, middle-aged area and just thinking that they, they're just, they've had enough. They know they can heal, but they don't know where to start. I really want to just help people take back the power of their health. Um, that's not saying I will work with, um, just about anybody, but who I prefer is probably like younger adults for sure. Just because I can relate to them a little bit more, kind of talk the lingo, you know? Yeah, that's totally fine. And where can people find you Instagram wise, Facebook wise, whatever, if they are wanting to do that with you? Sure. So I'm actually still getting all my social media set up. So kind of like transferring my personal accounts to this more FDN focused account. But you guys can find me on Instagram at Madeline.amico. So M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E dot E-M-I-K-O. And that's on Instagram or search for me, Madeline Junovich on Facebook. You guys can also find me on our business website, BucksCountyLightTherapy.com. Just uh, fill out the information to contact one of our FDN practitioners. And I will most likely be the person answering the phone call, texting back, email, whatever have you. Yeah. And just to be clear, guys, this is, I've, I've said this a million times before, you're more than obviously Maddie and the other people I'll bring on, um, my friends that are going through the course, like that is their business. So they're more than welcome to shout this out. This is not work with Ev. Um, that's not how that's going to go. So this is for people who are looking to work with Maddie because you resonated with her story in one way or another. Um, so just something to keep in mind for everyone. All right. Well, we took up a full hour, which is great. Thank you. I think this is going to be a nice little two-part episode. And of course, Madeline, you know already, because you've listened to so many of these, that I have to ask you the signature question on the Health Detective Podcast. And I actually don't know how you're going to answer this, so this is interesting to me. The question that I will ask you is if we could give you a magic wand and you could get every single person in this world to do one thing for their health, whether that is literally do one thing or stop doing one thing, what is the one thing that Maddie would get them to do? You know, I've listened to so many of these episodes and like a couple of other people have been on, it's not going to be just one thing. So here is my list. <laughs> Number one, get sunrise, get outside in the morning, get sunrise um, every day. If you can, it's, extremely important for setting your circadian rhythm. Number two, really, 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 really try to cut out alcohol, gluten, and excess sugar. That is really just creating toxic environment. Um, Long-term, it can do a lot of damage. Um, and then number three, do not work night shift. I know someone's got to do it, but I have done it personally for half a year, and that's when things really started taking a turn for a worse. Um, so if you're on night shift, try everything in your power. Get back to that normal circadian rhythm. We need sunlight, guys. Light is a nutrient for our bodies. Wonderful, 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 especially the night shift thing. I, I don't comment on these normally, but yeah, if you're going to do anything, don't do that, please. Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. This is amazing. I'm sure this is not the only time that we'll get to hear you on here. You guys, I, I'm telling you, if you even remotely enjoyed this, 
just wait till you get our goofball couple friend on or couple friends I should say on because that is that's a circus that is an absolute circus and it's it's entertaining to watch from the outside but Maddie today I appreciate you very much coming on and saving me for this wisdom tooth thing and sharing your story and hopefully just inspiring some people absolutely thank you so much for having me on